Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. I am your host, David Dassaw, like always. This is episode number 49, um, and we are actually talking about one of my favorite television shows that's on the uh, on the, the internet, the, the cable, the... First of all, I said television, so that makes me sound old as fuck, but like, anyways, um, we're, t- we're here to talk about Better Call Saul. Um, and like I said, it's, it's one of my favorite shows. That's if not my actual favorite that's, that's currently airing. And, um, we're, we're going to get into all different kinds of cool shit about the show. Um, some spoiler free, some spoiler heavy. And, um, yeah, it's, I, I, I presume it's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a good time, but, but we'll see, you know, things, things can escalate either one way or the other. So we'll, we'll just wait it out and see. But first, before we get into all the, all that good shit, um, I want to introduce my guest for this episode. He is, uh, Mr. Zach Wills. Hey buddy, how you doing? Hey buddy, how are you? I am so excellent. I can barely fucking stand it. I like this is the part of the podcast that always makes me chuckle because you know that the people have been sitting there talking for at least five to ten minutes before they start recording, and they always ask, "How are you? I'm doing fine." Right? Yeah. It's it, it is kind of one of those weird things that's like you can't fucking fool me. Like I kn- I know you've been you know talking for you know however long you've uh, before you hit record so if, if there's a seamless way to bring in a guest to a podcast i would like to know what it is there really isn't that's that's like the only way hey how are you <laughs> i mean i've actually listened to podcasts where they they literally bring the guest in and have them sit down like a, i mean i hate to plug other people's podcasts um but plug away uh, uh, back, back in the day when Chris Hardwick had the Nerdist podcast, um, I, he still has a podcast, but I, I, I think it's called something else now, but anyways, back when it was called the Nerdist, like he would literally start it and like, you could hear him like opening the door to his studio and his guests like walk in and like, they'd be chatting and they, you know, hear him <laughs> still like, like sit down and put on the headphones. So that was, that was pretty entertaining to like, kind of hear and see as an option to starting a podcast it really just goes to show that there are like literally no fucking rules when it comes to podcasts which is cool about it and also a great segue to uh let you kind of take the reins for a second and fill my listeners in on your brand new podcast yeah, just started doing. Uh, it's called uh, Much Ado About Nothing. I'm very proud of the name. Uh, it's a podcast. We call, we say it's for the uh, financially conscious, the politically curious, and the uh, all things nerdy uh, millennial. That's kind of the catchphrase. Um, it's, it doesn't uh, sound like you thought that out at all. Like it just no. kind of sounds like you just bleh, verbally <laughs> diary it on paper. <laughs> That's pretty much how I've been living my life so far. But yeah, it's uh, probably I don't know divided up thirty three point three percent personal finance. 33.3% uh, politics and the rest of it will just fill with a nerdy shit, but it's a hundred percent, nasty, hundred uh, percent, a good time. Um, what I did was I just tapped uh, three other guys who are way smarter than me about the things that I'm interested in. So it makes me look smart. That's, and, then I, and then I ask them questions and I record it. I mean, that's the way you got to do it. Really. You just got to find people that know more than you to make you look better. And in that way, there's, there's no way that things can go wrong. And if they do, then you blame the people that know more than you. 
hundred percent. I, I, I'm a, I'm a big dumb, dumb, like I couldn't have done it on my own. Even, even this artwork, I'm sitting here looking at the artwork that Michael Painter did. He's one of the people on the podcast, right? He, he is so ta- talented with like illustrative stuff. Oh yeah. It looks great. Yeah. I, I love your guys's logo. I mean, it's, it's simple. Like it's, um, you know, it, it looks kind of like, you know, just sketchy, like someone just kind of jotted it down over the course of a couple days. And I mean, not to say that it looks like crap, but no, no, it, not what it, I'm saying. It just, it, it definitely has that like cool feel to it that, um, I don't know. He, he pulled that out of thin air too. I came up to him and I was like, Hey, I want, I want to do a podcast and we're talking about the logo. And I was like, I want it like a table and we're at the table. And he's like, just stop. I got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people, yeah. I'm, if they have any, uh, any artistic uh, bone in their body, whether it's a pinky finger or their engorged penis, um, which doesn't have a bone in it, but anyways, uh, we'll we'll just roll with it. Uh, you know, they uh, some some of those artists can just take an idea, uh, no matter how small, and just fucking run with it. And I'm not one of those people. Um, God, te- me either. Yeah, technologically speaking, like I can, I can you know program the shit out of an application, but oh fuck, I cannot draw worth a good goddamn so <laughs> yeah I, i'm pretty handicapped in anything that has to do with the the right brain right um so uh a couple last things about your podcast you're so you're live officially i um and i did subscribe <laughs> oh thank you uh yeah you're welcome um and uh <laughs> I, I that kind of came off as like insincere but anyways <laughs> um i struggle uh, i struggle with that too i understand Right. Uh, so if you wanted, if you could pick one single call to action to throw out to uh, our listeners uh, to to go check out your podcast, where would you like to direct them to? Uh, as far as I know, I, uh, I, I uh, linked it up through Podbean uh, through Apple. Mm-hmm. So I know you can find it if you have an iPhone and I think it's probably available on Stitcher or maybe anywhere you get your podcast. I don't really know how that works. You might have a little insight into that. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, we can definitely talk afterwards uh, about the you know the specifics with that. But you know, since you use Podbean as well, uh, you know, it, I, I, and of course, you know, I do. Um, really, all you need to do is set up your RSS feed, which you did. You submitted yep. it to iTunes. That's pretty much the most legwork that you have to do is iTunes, just because Apple has their own proprietary shit, and they uh, they, they like their their thing done a certain particular way. Um, everyone else is pretty easy to please. Um, so, you know, other than, you know, what you did for iTunes, your, your podcast should be available pretty much everywhere. Like, um, like you said, Stitcher, Google, uh, Google podcast should have it. Um, if it's not on Spotify, that should be pretty easy to do. Um, it's just, I think it's in settings somewhere where you literally just click a button that says like, would you like to publish your podcast to I, uh, Spotify? And you're like, shit. Yeah, I would. Um, didn't you uh, put together a thing that was like how to do a podcast? <laughs> I did. Um, I haven't finished the series yet. I think I got through part three i want to say like i I did a little intro to the series and then i think i did uh like a it was kind of like a a part one after that which was like things to consider and then part two which was fuck i i I can't remember it was i don't know it was maybe a month or two ago that i um released it but yeah it's it's definitely out there and like i said i for sure plan on finishing it up um I, I think oh, that totally fine. Next... You, you don't have to coach me through it right now. 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, that's I don't cool. Want to I'm sure. Right now, I'm sure that would make for electrifying radio for our listeners. Uh, but you know, fuck it. Um, sexy, yeah, sexy stuff. Right. Uh, one last thing uh, before we jump into the Better Call Saul material, uh, I wanted to personally say thank you in this capacity, live on the podcast, for being our first Patreon donor. Um, I yes. incredibly appreciate it. Uh, I like I said, I, I have mentioned it, you know, in previous episodes that. We had a Patreon donor, yay! And then, like it was, like I mentioned, it was you, and I gave you the shout out, which of course is one of the perks of being one of our Patreon donors is you get a shout out, and you get uh, uh, all donors get like a an exclusive like button and sticker set, which I appreciate you for being patient with because um, I have yet to get the the designs finalized and all that. But hang on, I get a button and a sticker set. Yes, you do. Where's my fucking where's my fucking button and sticker set, David? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm just so busy. I haven't had time to finalize the designs. Um, Quite clearly, I'm missing it. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it, it, I I will get that to you um, sometime in the near like five to six years minimum. No, it's so. it's it's fine. Look, I, I'm immensely proud of anything my friends do, whatever project they take on creatively. So happy to be the first one. Happy to throw a little money at it. Oh, thanks, man. I I, I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, like like I said, I just kind of wanted to make mention of that again, especially since you're you're here on the podcast today. Um, but yeah you want to jump into the better call Saul stuff now yeah let's kick it awesome so like i i mentioned in the brief intro about today's topic we're going to kind of split this episode into the first part which is going to be basically the the first third of the episode is going to be just general chat about the episode uh, about uh the show about better call Saul. um just kind of broad broad strokes you know a thousand foot view of of the show things we like things we don't like and the main thing to note is that it will be spoiler free so if you haven't checked out the show yet um even if you you're not really familiar with it or haven't seen breaking bad or know how they relate to each other it's all good um i wanted wanted there to be a segment on this episode that people that haven't watched better call saul um, could actually get something out of from this sure. episode. So, um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to touch on a few things first that uh, will be, like I said, spoiler free, um, but we'll should still make for decent conversation, even though we can't get into, you know, little things. And then we will give a clear indicator as to when we are starting the, the second part, which will be kind of a, a, a walkthrough uh, or, or a um, episode by episode breakdown of season four in particular um Mm. and you know we're not going to get too in depth into each episode it's just going to be kind of hitting the highlights but the you know like i said the the main thing to note from that part is that it will not be spoiler free it will be incredibly spoiler heavy of course since we'll be you know hitting on major moments from the season uh but yeah um I think with with all that said, we can kind of go ahead and jump into it. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. You're running point, man. I'll just follow you. Dope. Um, all right. So, what uh, what would you say are are some of the things that you you like most about this show? 
the sh- the show itself is, is is it's it's beautiful and i say that because visually it's striking like if you were a fan yes. of breaking bad and the way it was shot i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. so this is vince gilligan and peter gold again did they do breaking bad is it the same creator they crew? did yep. yeah so uh, that, basically that explains the, yeah yep. that explains that yeah um that uh, the, it was basically them behind uh, behind uh, a lot of things in Breaking Bad, uh, they're they're basically you know the showrunners like the uh, the DB Weiss and David Benioff of uh, for Game of Thrones. The, uh, you know this is these guys for both Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. So, which I, I don't think this show would have worked nearly as well if they didn't uh, if they weren't the 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 showrunners for it because um, just tonally it. Um, I feel like if you wanted to do a prequel to Better Call Saul or to uh, Breaking Bad, sorry, um, and uh, you wanted to kind of fit into that that Breaking Bad universe, then having those two guys would be um, pretty crucial. Um, it has and to be. it has to be. yeah, it has to be them. I mean, they, they were the genius behind Breaking Bad, and you, you, if you want to do a product that's just as good. Anybody else would have come up short, not only in the way it was shot, like I said, but the storytelling. It's beautiful storytelling. It's captivating. It really is. Right. Um, not, not only is is magnificently acted, but just the the line of events and the way they feed you the information mm-hmm. and how the story develops. It's it's really really hard to turn away from. You, like you can't watch it and get bored. In my opinion, now there's a lot of dead space. There's a lot of like visual storytelling involved and maybe that's yes. not captivating to everybody but it is to me like it just grabs your attention oh yeah um i'll i'll pretty much echo all that like um i, I guess the the visual part first like they really take advantage of what the uh the 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 midwest area i guess really mm-hmm. really has to offer like the you know albuquerque um area in particular of course because that's where this is filmed which i also appreciate because i know a lot of shows they uh these days uh, shows and movies that they'll film in either like la atlanta a lot of the times in canada because of the tax breaks uh so it's it seems like it's very rare to get a show or a movie nowadays that actually films on location where it's supposed to take place and i understand the logistical reasons behind you know a lot of that but if they're willing to make the sacrifices that they need to i really feel like it pays off and better call saul and breaking bad um are a clear-cut instance of of that and you know like you said the cinematography like some of the really wide open shots where you get you know like the you know like wide landscape shots and then like uh you know the the clear blue sky with the spotted um uh spotted clouds and and shit like that like and i know that's all super technical (laughs) no it's 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 fucking beautiful it's like a painting some of some of these framed shots yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, and and like you said, with the the storytelling, like I I totally get what you meant about there there kind of being some like quote unquote dead space where they they let a lot of uh, the the visual elements of the show do the do the talking or even when two characters are kind of kind of having like a a face off with each other where you know there there's just like 
dead silence between them um or maybe one of them's on the phone and like they they do such a good job of uh, letting the viewer know exactly what the character is thinking at at that moment which Uh um I, i know can be super tricky to do with with filmography and 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 tv shows um so uh, that's that's one thing i really really appreciate as well um i uh one thing that i kind of i had in my notes that i i wasn't sure if you could relate to this at all or or understood where i was coming from but um i i put down like why more people aren't talking about better call saul um Grant, I, I so I may be in a bit of a vacuum where I just don't have any uh, friends except for you, obviously that that watch it. Um, but the, it could also be an instance. Um, in addition to that, like not r- literally not as many people are watching this as they watched Breaking Bad, or um, or just simply not interested in it. Um, does does it seem like that to you at all that like people aren't as interested in uh better call Saul or am I imagining things Uh, you know I'm sitting here trying to think I I don't know I we're not cable people I don't have cable but anything I would see would come across a feed in some social media uh, platform so no I don't see it um even with the new season coming out which is you know fucking big news if you're a fan of the show this is yes this is a big time for you but yeah people that I like I work with I'll ask coworkers if they watch the show and um you know I don't know that I'm getting like a, a big response like I would be when Breaking Bad was the thing everybody saw Breaking Bad right Breaking Bad right. was re- revolutionary for all the reasons that we talked about so mm-hmm. I don't know maybe people feel like they already saw it um yeah um yeah I, I feel like um that that could be a thing like uh, w- when I was trying to figure out this this thing if, if it is in fact a thing that people uh, not as many people are watching this as maybe they they did Breaking Bad but uh, maybe they they're like you know I'm I'm kind of done with that story whether uh, no matter or regardless how it's connected to Breaking Bad whether loosely or tightly or sometimes both um, so that. I think that's definitely uh, could be an instance. Um, one one thing that really kind of like hit me out of nowhere and was like fucking duh, like was Breaking Bad. Like that kind of, as far as I can remember, it debuted in like around 2005, 2006. Does that sound right? Like kind of like the, the mid to late 2000s. Um, it, does that sound right to you or does that sound kind of early? Um, uh, so let me see here. I got Google in front of me. Uh, 2008 was the first episode date. Uh, okay. I, I don't know why I, I thought it was uh, 2005, but yeah, still 2008. Like that was like Netflix wasn't what they are now. Like I, I'm pretty sure in 2008, like if they were streaming at that point in time, it was very, very, very small. Like the amount of content that they had on there. Um, like, I, I don't know if you remember Netflix when they started out, but they were uh, like, there was nothing available in, in ways of streaming. 
Yeah, I don't know. Didn't Netflix like start out as like a home delivery for DVDs? Oh yeah, and they still have that available if you are uh, interested. Um, wow. For, wow. And, and and for people out there, like yeah, uh, my co-host Ted, um, he uh, he he still has it, and I've I've occasionally tossed really? around the idea of doing it because yeah, there's like there's plenty of, like and they're basically like the eternal library, like they they used to be and still are. Like you can go. Uh, find basically any movie that ha- that is available in DVD or Blu-ray format and, and rent it, um, which is a great alternative to um, not, uh, if you don't want to wait for it to come out on Netflix or if you, if Netflix doesn't have any plans to stream it anytime soon, then uh, renting the DVD is, is an option. Um, That's pretty, I didn't, I didn't know they were yeah, doing that. It's, yeah. It's, it's super weird that like it's, it's low key and not a whole lot of people know about it, but uh, it, it's, it's kind of, it is kind of funny that they, they still have it, but don't really heavily advertise for it. It makes well, sense. Why would you, I mean, why would you put a lot of backing behind that aspect of your business? Yeah. DVDs are going to go the way of VHS. I mean, it's, we're all moving to streaming. Um, it's just right. more efficient. You don't have to store a bunch of DVDs unless you're nostalgic about it. Like a hipster, you just get more tonal with the DVD. <laughs> Like, no, right. uh, nobody wants that. It just takes up space. It's just easier to stream it. But I'm looking at it right here. Uh, founded in 1997. Uh, so I don't know what the streaming platform looked like in 2008. Gra- we, we graduated high school in what? Oh, six. Uh, for, I mean, for me, it was Oh four, but um, yeah, it was, uh, I, I want to say it was late two thousands when, when Netflix started finally streaming content. Like I said there, when they started for the first couple of years, it wasn't anything to write home about. Um, of course things have changed quite substantially, but I'm, I mean, the, the point that I was trying to make with all this was that like, um, with, uh, you know, back when breaking bad was like airing, like people were still watching TV, a lot more than they were watching streaming uh, content simply yeah. because it was that that was a sign that that was the times that like you know you didn't watch streaming content like you know you could go on the apple or the itunes store and buy stuff and stream it that way but like you know the, the way streaming is now it, it wasn't like what it was then that that it is now um yeah, so yeah. i i think that has actually a lot to do with the, the the fact that you know more people were watching tv back then and so maybe it's possible that people are just like literally waiting for new new se- uh, new seasons and episodes of shows like better call Saul to to hit netflix before they watch because there's 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 no shortage of content out there to, to watch. Um, You're you're probably right. I don't know. I mean, streaming is so ubiquitous. Now you've got so many different platforms you can uh, look to for your content. But I mean, for your average viewer of something like breaking bad back in 2008, I I, I don't know, maybe it was very transactional for them. Like maybe mm -hmm. people, maybe not everyone got very like invested in the story. Like when I watch something, if I'm into something, I am in to it like i'm right. a, i'm a fan and i i want to i i watch it and i'm 100 focused on that thing in that moment but maybe it's not like dancing with the stars or maybe sure the the bachelor or whatever my, my wife's watching the bachelor therefore i'm watching the bachelor but mm-hmm. that, that guy sucks but <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, maybe it was maybe it was just more transactional than for people like hey this is really cool this is really innovative i've never seen anything like this before okay yeah. ne- next thing 
Right. Yeah, it, it, it almost like came off a little gimmicky. Uh, and, and it took a couple years for Netflix to kind of prove themselves that, you know, they were they were worth like checking out uh, on on this side of, of things and instead of just being seen solely as a, a mail order subscription DVD business model, which is still, in my opinion, a great model now, uh, especially nowadays, like, you know, cause like, you know, I, I said before, and like everyone knows it's, um, it's clear that not every single movie in existence is available on Netflix or any other streaming service for free. Correct. Uh, so it it kind of still makes sense to have that kind of business model um, and that option for for your um, subscribers, so that uh, you can you can still rent movies, so that you don't have to go spend like fifteen, twenty, twenty five bucks on a DVD or Blu Ray um, for a movie that you maybe haven't seen before and you want to check out, but like you don't want to run the risk of, you know, dropping 25 bucks on a movie that you're like, Oh, this fucking isn't as good as I was hoping. So, and I can't, can't return it. And you know, I can't sell it anywhere. Can't sell it to GameStop because they're not going to give me shit for it. No, that's um, fair. You could, you could be right. There probably is a, a niche market for something like that for the exact same thing you're talking about where you don't want to go to Best Buy and drop $20 or you don't want to go to Walmart and dig through the coronavirus infested five, <laughs> $5 bin. I'm, that's insensitive. I'm very sorry. But that's, it's a genuine problem. Wash your hands. I'm I'm sorry. No, uh, th- this is a great opportunity for a wonderful public service announcement. Please, everyone out there, wash your goddamn hands. We please, we do not please, need a please. epidemic plague. No, um, wash your hands. Listen to the CDC. Don't listen to the media. Just wash your hands and don't panic. And just check out CDC, the CDC site. It gives you a lot of good information. I looked at it. It's very informative. Yeah. Yeah, good, good shit on there. So that's Breaking Bad, everyone. Yeah, uh, or talk. I mean, I uh, fuck better calls. It doesn't help that they both start with B and they're kind of uh, a literal, a lit, holy shit, alliterative, uh, a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I've I've gotten a little bit sidetracked and gone on some illegal segues, so I apologize. Um, <laughs> let, let's let's pick like one other thing to kind of chat about. Um, in a spoiler-free manner, and then we'll we'll dive into the uh, the episode by episode breakdown. Sure. Um, is uh, is there anything else that you kind of wanted to touch on, like you know, broad scope, uh, thousand foot view, kind of uh, about uh, about the show? Maybe maybe mm. some of your favorite things, fa- favorite characters. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so character development in this show is unique to me because all the main characters seem to be, I don't want to say genetic outliers, but they're like kind of one step above your average Joe, you know, Gus Fring, who you'll remember from breaking bad, Mm -hmm. obviously has like this superhuman ability to see the forest through the trees, read a situation and formulate a plan to work around every known threat. Mike Ehrmantraut, he has just this, knack this and i'm sure it's from years of experience in his line of work and his life Mm -hmm. to like gus he can he can just read a situation and we'll we'll get into the the hummel um the hummel uh episode in season four later but he has this ability to to, just this foresight into things that your average person just isn't going to have jimmy 
the main character uh, seems to be like failing up, failing forward. Like he's, he's always, right. he's always like slipping Jimmy. We'll get into why he's slipping Jimmy. Sure. But he has this like ability to adapt and he's always smarter than the other guy. At least he fancies himself smarter than the other guy. And he genuinely is like, he has right. a way of just working people. Like all the main characters in this show seem to be just above like more higher functioning more higher capable than the than the average joe and they really do a good job of like comparing them to like the average people in the settings that to me was unique yeah that's that's actually a a really good assessment of the characters in in this show like they like i i uh, when when I was you know kind of pre gaming before we hit record, I was running through my head some of you know my my top favorite things about the show, and definitely the you know the characters just in general was one of the top things, and um, kind of uh, a lot of what you said was you you just put it a lot clearer and better and more concisely than I could have ever fucking put it. <laughs> um, uh, we'll, we'll we'll put it that way, but. Uh, I like I said, I definitely agree with you. Um, like the the characters, like they just ooze charisma out of out of every orifice. Like both, but like the actors playing the character and the characters themselves. Um, like they just whoever their that character is. Um, you know whether it's Jimmy, uh, as of course we all know as as Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad. Uh, whether it's Kim, uh, you know, his his best friend and, uh, you know, uh, partner in crime, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Gus, uh, like you said, we we know from the, the Breaking Bad days, Mike from the Breaking Bad days, like everyone just like does such a great job at their character, both, you know, acting, uh, the, their actor playing that respective role and how that character is written into the storyline. Like it's just so, I don't know. It, it, like I, I literally have such a hard time explaining why I think they're such effective characters, but it's, it's just one of those things you, you kind of have to just watch and, and see for yourself exactly w- what the fuck we're talking about. It's the um, writing. I mean, it's yeah, the writing oh, yeah. and the acting. It, it yeah. just, comes together so well right yeah um i i read this article the other day about like it it was just titled like why people should be talking about better call saul more and i was Mm -hmm. like fuck yeah i'm gonna read this article like this ain't (laughs) clickbait shit so i like read it and um i I wish i i saved the the um the link uh, but um, I'm sure it's you could easily find it out there, but it it, it just listed like um, it it didn't go into too much detail, but it, it just kind of talked about uh, how it's historically since it, it it was released has been kind of living in Breaking Bad shadow, which I can definitely understand from certain perspectives um, because Breaking Bad was uh, as we were talking about earlier, and as you said, was just a colossal success. And, uh, and a lot, I'm sure a lot of people were just like, how can any show, uh, that's related to Breaking Bad in any way, like be as good, if not better than Breaking it is. Bad. It and, is as good. It's the same show. Right. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's told like, you know, I, I tell anyone that has seen Breaking Bad that hasn't seen Better Call Saul, like if you like Breaking Bad, you will love this. Like, and me personally, like I have no 
qualms with saying that I like uh, Better Call Saul better. Like, I do too. I, I like I like it more than Breaking Bad. That's not a slight on Breaking Bad whatsoever. Just getting that out of the way right now. Um, but it's, you, can just, you can just feel the ats on Twitter coming. <laughs> yeah, all all like three of my followers. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I I would I would encourage uh, such. Um, conversation um attacks not so much but you know uh heated debate and conversation would be would be much welcome um but yeah i i think that would be a good way to kind of cap off this um spoiler free portion of the the episode uh, just you know if if you haven't seen it but you you have seen breaking bad um i'd say give it give it a couple episodes you know it's the first four seasons are are on netflix the fourth season which aired uh basically last fall um well actually it's not i guess it was fall of 2018 that it that it aired um and it was it was just released um, so yeah, all, all, uh, the, the first four up on, uh, Netflix right now, go check it out. Um, and, and I c- kind of feel like this is a fucking paid advertisement, <laughs> but I, I swear to God, it's not like, um, I definitely don't have the followership and listenership that, uh, uh I need for AMC to like start throwing me money or Netflix to start throwing <laughs> me money. That, that'd be pretty dope to have them as sponsors, but that would I, be very fun, uh, wouldn't it? But I, I am. Yeah, look, not just 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 go, folks. Look, we have a lot of fun here on Geek Garage Podcast. <laughs> just just do this thing. Just go watch the show. It's you, you won't regret it. It's it's a lot of fun. And, and like if you're if you're kind of hesitant because um, Breaking Bad like kind of tore your heart out through your asshole, uh, <laughs> which it it did for me because it's it, it's not an easy easy show to binge uh breaking bad that is um and, and that's exactly how i did it uh twice in fact um and then a third time um to catch anything that i missed while crying and or dry dry heaving <laughs> um but <laughs> i'm the I, same way i'm the same way yeah uh, but uh that might be one of the reasons why Better Call Saul has like figuratively gone down better is that I've I've kind of I, I have been watching it since day one um, on uh, since it's been on air. So I've had to watch it episodically, you know, as it's mm-hmm. released, you know, on a weekly basis, which, you know, is that's another conversation that we could have <clears throat> um, about the, the merits of doing that instead of binge watching. But anyways, um yeah, just go watch it, especially if you enjoyed Breaking Bad and and you haven't seen Better Call Saul. It's it's worth the watch. It's it's definitely a little bit lighter um, than than Breaking Bad. Like I said, it's um it's it's got a little bit more levity to it. Um, you know, uh, Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad was you know for for all intents and purposes he was the the comedic relief. And and so just just imagine a show that's kind of uh, centered around the comedic relief, but it just fucking works. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what um, that's what it is. 